How are you doing on this fine Tuesday? I'm doing pretty good. I've had a I've had a good productive evening. I had a big to do list and um I'm checking things off. Good. So that's good. I made one oopsie. I went to the grocery store and there was like the reason I went to the grocery store was for a specific thing that I needed to get that I could only get there and it was the one thing that I forgot to get. Oh, what's that? And I <laughs> Can you share with the group? Uh yeah. Yeah, uh, I need to get a toll pass for my car because I've lived here far too long in the land of tolls without a toll pass. Um, and it finally bugged me enough that I need to get one. And I'm going to do some traveling in the next couple of weeks where I'll be driving on tolls. And it's like, I just need to have one. And the grocery store is the easiest place to obtain one? That's what I gather without having to like... It's the easiest place to get the instant gratification rather than like waiting three weeks for it to be delivered or whatever. Well, that's fair. Um, you got to pay like an extra couple bucks, mm. but it is the easiest. And so I went to this specific grocery store because it was one that sold them, and I got all my groceries, and then I forgot. Nice. Maybe But next you know what? Time. I got groceries. I got groceries, so. That's also good. At least I won't starve in the meantime. It's definitely good. Yes. Hmm. But how are you doing this fine evening? My internal clock is so messed up mm-hmm. because I've had visitors for the past week mm-hmm. and so just sort of generally navigating that and going to bed at very different times and waking up at different times and not going to work. It's just been super off because I, yeah. let's see, I, I uh, took a half day off last Friday and then... You know, was doing stuff Saturday, Sunday, took yesterday off, and then I worked from home today. Mm. So my whole schedule is just super off. And then this weekend, I'm going up to San Francisco, and that will also throw things off because I'm coming back on Monday. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, sounds like you're going to be all all wonky. Yeah, once, once this weekend happens, then... I should be good. Should go back to normal, boring routine land. Mm-hmm. But yeah, y'all. It's hard when you get kind of like knocked out of your routine. Yeah, I mean, it was obviously fun, but yeah, it was just like weird to like. It's just weird. Like it's the most sort of because uh, it's like I'm still here. But I was just doing other stuff. Um, I don't know. And then I have a lot on my mind just because of work stuff. Like, it's just sort of a busy time right now for various reasons. Mm-hmm. So it's all just in my head. Yeah. Well, that's okay. I can empathize with that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, just having work stuff in your head and it just doesn't go away. Yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. So, but doing well. Good. A little tired. I also, I need to get groceries. I don't really have any. Yeah. Um, that's, that's why I went, so. I didn't have much going into the weekend. And then the little bit that I had, uh, Mikhail and I ate most of it. Mm-hmm. So, I should tell you what Mikhail did. 
I should tell the listeners what he did. Uh, fellow listener, Mikhail. Uh, you, I assume, saw this on his Snapchat. A, a sandwich uh, that he made. Oh, what was I'm? That's I know right. I checked it, and I know I saw it. I'm trying to remember exactly. Just describe so, it. Be so I uh, did not. I jokingly offered this up as a suggestion for him, <gasps> and he okay, did yes, it. Yes, I remember it. Yeah, and so what he did was put uh, on a bread. So imagine you have a slice of bread. And on one third of the bread, you put some peanut butter. On one third, you put jelly. And on the final third, you put some Nutella. So that was one slice of bread. With, let's say, you know, vertical stripes. Mm -hmm. And on the other slice of bread, he did a third turkey breast, a third pastrami, and a third Havarti cheese. (laughs) And then rotated it so that... There you get a sort of a lattice pattern of these ingredients and then made a sandwich out of them with nine very odd combinations of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just stood there in my kitchen eating it in front of me like that was an okay thing to do to someone. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> the... Yeah, it's... The thing that throws me is that none of the combinations seem common. Exactly. That's what he he realized once he had finished the first slice of bread with the peanut butter and jelly type stuff that uh, he had sort of shot himself in the foot in terms of what combinations would be available. Yeah. (laughs) Like, you'd think you'd put the things that go together on opposite breads and stuff. But you know what? You can only do it so much, yeah. You could have gotten, like... Yeah, it's hard to choose precisely what what would be the optimal combination because no matter what, you're already left with like some yeah. really gross ones. <laughs> Did he uh, finish the sandwich? Oh yeah, he ate the whole thing. Good, good boy. Yeah, he did not waste food. Good. That's my boy. Kind of wish he had. <laughs> we didn't get sick or anything, did he? I was the one in danger of getting sick watching him do it. <laughs> oh, Mark. It was gross. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was. Uh, but it was an experience. Well, that's that's what matters, right? So, you know, the when you have an extra person over, things can happen that would never happen on your own. Yeah. We're out here hunting for new experiences, right? That's right. But yeah, so now everything's mostly back to normal. I did a whole lot of laundry today. And I think I'm ready to start the week on Wednesday. <laughs> mm-hmm. Better better late than never to start the week, I guess. Yep. Oh, and then also last weekend I had my first pit rehearsal for a musical that I'm doing. Oh, fun. It was or fun, but it's been or... four and a, four, five years, however long. Since I've mm-hmm. done something like a pit. I mean, I guess I did uh, the 24-hour musical, but that doesn't count because I was only playing drum set. Yeah. And that's really easy to do. But I am the accessory percussionist. Mm. And, the you know, the first rehearsal, it's like, first of all, I didn't even have everything that I was going to have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was already kind of sorting out on the fly. What should I replace stuff with? 
just for this rehearsal so that I at least get a feel for doing switches. Mm -hmm. But in addition to that, it's like trying to figure out, okay, how many stands do I need? Where do they need to go? Where do all these things need to go in relation to each other? Because it's like I have a timpani, a xylophone, and a bell kit, and those are the big things. I have yeah. bongos that have yet to be mounted anywhere because I don't think where I am doing this musical they have bongo stands. Uh, so we need to sort that out. And then I had two full music stands of percussion equipment, but that didn't fit everything that I needed. And then plus another stand of uh, mallets and then two music stands being used as music stands on different parts of my setup. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I feel like a big chunk of the struggle with auxiliary percussion is just like the logistical hassle of it all. Oh, it totally is. Yeah, at some point. I don't even know when I'll have time to do this. Maybe tomorrow? I don't know. I need to sit down with my music and just go through each piece and start seeing if I can plan out where it would be convenient to have this stuff and just create a map for myself. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a lot of notational things that I need to do on my own time. Other, also things like when when do I need to change timpani notes and what do I need to change them to? Yeah. Um, because some of these songs are written, it feels like they assume <laughs> that you have like five timpani. Yeah, because um, you can always fit five timpani in a pit, right? Always. Uh, but it's like there there is one. I remember there's one section of a piece where, in the course of eight bars. The timpani's playing the entire time, and it plays, I think, seven different notes. What? Which is, like, not ideal. (laughs) Just slightly less than ideal. (laughs) Like, there is a pattern to it, because it's, like, like four bar, or it's, like, four two-bar sets, each one going down a key. Mm -hmm. I think is essentially what's happening, because, you know, musicals. Okay. Uh, and so it's like, oh, I do this set of notes, and then as I'm playing the final set of notes, I start changing the notes of the of the lowest drum to be down a half step, and then I kind of do that to all of them, and it's just a whole thing. Oh yikes! Yeah. Uh, so I think it's fun. It's it's fun to be thinking about those problems again, mm-hmm. and and all that. Um, but man, it was stressful, and then I have to put everything away. And there's no good spot for all this stuff. I have to. So I'm, this is for the church that I go to, mm-hmm. and we were rehearsing in like one spot, and all the stuff goes in the basically other side of the church. <clears throat> and there's no like I just have to put it back. So it took me like 20 minutes to put everything away, when it probably yeah. would have taken me like maybe five if I could have just kept it all in the same room. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so yeah. Need to bring like a grocery bag to put all of the accessory stuff in, I think. Yeah. Right now it's all folded in a towel. Funsies. It super is. <laughs> uh. oh. I did buy some egg shakers. Get oh. a sh- I got to show off my shaker technique this weekend when I have another rehearsal. Got to work on that shaker technique, you know. It's important. It's all on the elbow. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. The I don't Stif- stiff wrist on the elbow. Yep. I don't remember where I heard this, but maybe no, maybe that's maracas. Is that 
like you should hold it up in front of you and pretend like you're just like punching someone in the face? Uh, that's probably Baraka's uh, a shaker. You wouldn't want to be so violent. <laughs> oh yeah, and also yeah, you typically point. hold it so that your palm is toward you. Oh yeah, so it'd be more like knocking on a door. So you're like, or not knocking on a door. I don't know if you knock back backhanded. I don't know. Yeah, it's like you're giving someone a really odd backhanded slap. Sure. <laughs> Just like straight to the <laughs> middle of the face. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it's been a busy, exciting time. Interesting. And and I just I'm just sort of realizing like <laughs> once everything goes quote unquote back to normal, uh, then the following week is like when the musical actually happens, and that's just like because it's like because this is like a church thing, and pretty much everybody in the pit is like as old as me, if not older. Mm-hmm. And has done lots of pits. I think there's maybe two high schoolers in it, um, and everybody else is pretty experienced. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like we have these two rehearsals, and then a sing through with the cast, and then it's tech week. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very fast turnaround. Um, Classic pit stuff. Yeah. Well, Mark, should we? Should we transition here? Yeah, I suppose that might be uh, prudent of us. I don't want to mess with the form too much. Oh, I know your comic's supposed to go first. Oh God, we already ha- we already came to blows last week, Grant, and you're pushing. You're going to push the envelope. Yeah, I'm going to push the envelope. All right, because because our our conversation I'm here loudly drink some water. Somewhat vaguely segues into my comic. So, would you mind if we flip-flopped? Who goes first? Sure, that's fine. Grant has brought Speed Bump by Dave Coverly. Uh, There are some dogs chilling out outside of a... I don't know, some sort of a building... Um, they're all wearing black shirts or blanket things draped over them. Uh, one says canine. Uh, another one is being bipedal. It says Kmart on its shirt and it's wearing glasses and it's walking away with a shopping cart. And the third dog that who's, we can't see anything written on their thing says, glad to see Bob's keeping busy in retirement. Referring to the Kmart dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one comment is from Ear Droppings from over 10 years ago, who says, okay. Capitalized backwards. Yes, spelled lowercase o, capital K. <laughs> whoop dee and, and I think that that uh, entirely encompasses my reaction to this comic. <laughs> so Mark loves it. Uh, I love it because Mark missed something. But hmm. let me let me look closer. Let's see in the top right corner. It says eleven dash twenty five. Something something by creators speedbump dot com coverly. That all I checks think, out. I think you missed what something or you described something more vaguely than I interpreted it. Okay, go for it. I'm pretty sure the as you described them like blankety things. 
Yeah. I I interpreted them as bulletproof vests. Oh, so yeah, that, like yeah, okay. Police dogs. Yeah, that's fair. I did, but, I didn't like overly process that. That yeah. makes sense. But that has no bearing on what I actually was going to ask you about. All right, um, cool. That was, I, that, was I, a, that was a welcome digression. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I asked to switch up here because in the intro we were you were mentioning how <sighs> how busy your schedule is going to be coming up here and kind of how busy it's been a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so in the comic, Bob Bob's keeping busy in retirement. And I wanted to ask you about kind of your preferences with your schedule. Do you, if you had to make like a binary choice, would you prefer to be very busy or very not busy? Ooh, I need you to define what not busy means. Not busy means that you don't have uh, a lot of structured commitments of your time. Okay. Such as like prearranged uh... things that dictate i have to be here doing this at this time for a large okay. portion of your schedule I, I don't like to be the person who picks apart questions but i need to keep just picking to, um am i like earning a set amount of money in both situations or like what is this yeah yeah it's not like being busy like, or not like busy. just has. say that my life like i for some reason my company keeps paying me my current salary because we have the option to come into work and then do whatever else or or are we assuming that my life is the same right now and everything outside of work should let's, be busy or not busy let's keep it as like a assessment of your non-work hours so your okay, free time so, okay so just what is currently happening right now in my life yes okay gotcha um i guess overall not busy because that's mostly what I am, and I think that it's good. Like, I, I have a few specific commitments that I hold up because they are not commitments. They're, they are commitments in the loosest sense. Mm-hmm. Band is, like, the only one that's, like, really, I should be there every week unless something comes up. Mm-hmm. And I have no issue doing that because I very much enjoy band, and that's part of being in a band, and I know that. Uh, but the only other things are like this podcast and flag football. What, like those are the things that kind of sort of go on my calendar, either in actuality or mentally each week. Mm-hmm. And everything else is just sort of whatever. Yeah. So in general, I would err on the side of not busy just because I like the freedom to... Like, I, I like being able to be flexible. Mm-hmm. I do not like to overbook myself. I'm not that sort of a person. Yeah. I don't understand how people do that. I have a few friends who do that, and I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. I could not live that way. Yeah. So, would you say that kind of... It sounds like, in general, you say it, in this stage of your life, you're pretty far on the not busy side of things. Mm-hmm. Has that kind of been your life for the good past kind of 10 years or whatever like the in recent memory has that kind of been what your life has been like or um i would say since college for the most part yeah since starting college or ending college since like throughout college continuing until now okay because high school i was very busy you know Mm -hmm. like by nature you have 
you know, classes every single day that you need to attend. And then you typically have homework for each of those classes. Mm -hmm. And plus just everything that I was doing with the band or baseball or whatever, like throughout school, I was keeping myself pretty busy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's much easier to do that in high school because everything is so structured around you. It's not a big deal. Like, oh, I'm going to do pit because like I can get my homework done. And this is like as much of a social activity as it is anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once college started, there were things that I did commit myself to, but they were like, oh, this thing that happens once a week and does not really eat into my schedule. Um, the only other big regular thing was like when I was a CA and, you know, you have to deal with being on duty and you had a weekly meeting but that didn't keep me busy in the same way. Like being on duty, it's like, yeah, sometimes stuff happens. You need to be around. You need to be in the building. You need to do your rounds. But otherwise, you can just sort of chill out mm-hmm. and do what you need to do. And it's not a big deal. So I think that college was a big shift where I started to appreciate the time that I had to myself and mm-hmm. being much better about uh Picking out the very the things that I really wanted to do and then working around those and being very flexible around those times. Mm-hmm. What about you? I, I mean, I, I sort of know the answer, I think, but I'm curious how you frame it or think about it yourself. I, I'm actually very curious about what you think the answer is. Um, Not to make I, you keep talking, but... I mean, the short answer is that I guess that you are also on the... Mostly non-busy side. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I'll give you the very unsatisfying answer of... I'm not totally sure what side I'm on. Um, it's something that's kind of... I've been throwing around in my head the past couple days. Because, like, at first glance, when I think about the answer to this question, like, my initial gut reaction is like, Oh, yeah, I like not being busy. Because it's it's nice to not have, like, the stress of, like, all of this schedule that you have to try to remember to jam everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in that sense, I do enjoy not being crazy busy. But I also find that at times where I am, I would say, like, more busy, I find that I'm more productive. Even, like outside of the things that I am busy with. Like, I I feel like sometimes I almost get more done when I have... Like, I get more done in my free time when I have less free time. Maybe it's just a me thing. I don't know if others experience this as well. It's... To me, it's kind of like how... Like, if I'm, if I'm packing for a trip and I have a bag that is size X, it doesn't matter what size X is or like what the requirements of the trip are i will pack size x worth of things for the trip like if i suddenly have a smaller bag i will pack less or if i suddenly have a larger bag i will pack more it's like the the actual time that i have no that's a bad analogy that doesn't mean what i want it to mean ah <laughs> No, I totally get what you're saying. Like, uh, essentially, um, 
you feel that you are more productive slash efficient or however you want to frame it when you are constrained. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for grant translating there. That was Well, I mean, I think that that's, I mean, that's a feeling that I have. I think it's a feeling that a lot of people have, uh, but mm-hmm. it surfaces in different ways. Like in school, that often surfaces in procrastination and you forced on yourself the fact that you wasted a bunch of time doing other stuff. And so now all of, a, all of a sudden you don't have a lot of time, but you still get the thing done somehow against all odds. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that nowadays it's there's not necessarily as much stuff to procrastinate on in just like your own life. At least there isn't for me. Mm-hmm. And so... It's not that that's not how it surfaces. But yeah, when you just don't have stuff to do, then yeah, you can often pump things out faster because you know you need to do it. Like, for example, yeah, um, I like to stick with my writing a blog post every week. Mm-hmm. And I had visitors this entire week. <laughs> and so at one point, you know, I was just sort of, there was some downtime and we were just kind of hanging out and not doing much. We were each doing our own thing. And so that was when I was like, oh, I'll take like this 20 minutes and just like, bang out something that's on my mind mm-hmm. um and so so i definitely get that feeling yeah it just does not like that's not a. for me that's not a reason at all to want to be busy it's more just that i know that i'm capable of dealing with be like I, I can deal with being busy when it happens but if i think that i want like th- what th- was this week to be every single week then like that's a total lie to myself mm-hmm. like i still get the same stuff done plus i feel more relaxed and de-stressed <laughs> mm-hmm. you know or i could get more done it just depends on what exactly my goals are yeah um, and also i mean also this is where the being busy part is relative like i could plan out ways to make myself busy i could make commitments to myself that would make me quote-unquote busy so I uh-huh. could say, hey, I'm going to block out this chunk of time to read or to go uh, explore this place, mm-hmm. right? And that is a way of being busy. Like, I like doing stuff, but I don't like very strictly planning it for myself. Yeah. So you thinking of, like, artificially making yourself busier if that's what you want. Yeah, and I don't. Mm-hmm. Like I said, so yeah, so I like doing the stuff. I like going out and doing stuff. Um, but that doesn't mean I need to uh, make it be, have it be something that makes me busy. Yeah. Because that doesn't make me feel more accomplished. I'm sure some people get a lot of accomplishments out of saying, hey, look at my very, st- my very uh, fully stocked schedule and calendar, even though a lot of the stuff that's on this calendar is like, specific personal time stuff or whatever. Uh, Some people roll that way. That's fine. I -hmm. just don't have any need for that right now. Yeah. Uh, It would probably cause me more stress than anything. Mm -hmm. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, I find that... I don't know. I've been kind of playing with the idea of, like... Because it just popped up in my head a few times of that, like... Do I seem to thrive better when I have more going on? Like up obviously up to a point. There's a there's a break even point where like you have so much gro- going on that you just can't cope with it all and then everything starts going downhill cuz 
you start to fail at one thing and then you start to fail at everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I've started to think that maybe there's more of a balance in my life that I should be shooting for trying to strike because at times when I've, when I've like nothing going on and no concrete commitments, I find myself very often put, I guess procrastinating is probably a good word to describe it, but I would like say just putting off things that I need to do, even just mundane things. It's like, ah, it doesn't matter. I can do it tomorrow night. I got nothing else going on. But in weeks where it's like, okay, I'm traveling this weekend, so I can't do stuff then. And I've got thing X, Y, and Z that I got to do before then. I got to have thing X done by Thursday and it's Wednesday. So I got to do it tonight. And like, it, it doesn't matter what else is on in my schedule. It just got to get done. And it kind of some of that, I don't know, the, the impending deadlines often mm-hmm. help. And so, I don't know, I'm trying to, I don't know, I'm just done analyzing the, or ass- better assessing my life and what balance I think is most healthy and productive for me. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And it's good, like, it's good to think about those things. Um, I guess I'm sort of, like, like, I get the very specific things of, like, same thing for me, like, oh, I should clean this. Uh, and if I have someone coming over, uh, that sets a fire under my feet a bit more than anything else could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that still does not mean that I should have people coming over every single mm-hmm. week, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I also feel like in the broader sense of, oh, you are more productive with constrained time. There has to be some sort of cognitive bias behind that in the same way that like i know like there is research that supports that everybody thinks that they're excellent at multitasking but it makes them terrible at everything they try and multitask with Mm -hmm. like that is a thing people will do multitask will attempt to multitask and think wow i am being so much more efficient with this multitasking and in reality they're doing both things worse and are taking more time than if they did each thing individually Mm -hmm. that is almost always the case yeah and I feel like there's probably a similar thing in people's heads with this, like, oh, yeah, you work better when you are up against a deadline or whatever. Um, maybe you get the thing done, like, you are more conscious that you got the thing done in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't mean it got done at, at the same level that it would have gotten done. Um, or that it didn't have other byproducts, like causing you more stress which is not good <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah I, I, I don't know if that's the case but that would be my guess yeah maybe in some ways but I don't know if I totally agree with you on that but yeah, it's, it's I, definitely I, an interesting I, thought I, I think I mean I'm coming more of it like I'm not worried about the angle of oh you need to clean something or do something sort of menial yeah. where there's really only one way to do it I'm thinking like a bigger project that you want to get done and it could be done well or it could be done kind of sloppily or could be done good enough. And if you're under a time constraint, that typically does not uh, bode well for the doing it very well option. Yeah, I I don't know. For me, I think it really depends on the time constraint. Because um, sometimes if I'm if I'm given too much time, I see in my own work that can actually like work against me at times. So 
because I, I start to get off topic from what the purpose of it was and it it wanders too far at times. But that's not the fault of the time constraint. Well, the there's a lack of a time constraint, so that happens, versus when there is a time constraint, it doesn't happen because it's easier to stay really, really structured and focused on here's point A, here's point B. Not that I don't see value in the meandering between point A and B. I think there is a lot of value in that in many circumstances. Um, or, or or when you're under a constraint, you can think, oh, I have this very clear structure, but that structure is missing something very important. And mm-hmm. you don't have time to realize it because you're out of time. You only about it gave time to this set of things. And if something comes up, well, you're kind of screwed because you just need to do it. Mm-hmm. Like that, That's why it goes both ways. Like I understand what you're saying. And again, that's why it's like we're both talking about very yeah. general abstract <laughs> things and we're not spe- being very specific about what sort of tasks we're talking about yeah so we're probably both as right as anything but mm-hmm. all right well that was awfully serious that's okay my comic is probably better as a second comic anyway <laughs> excellent perfect Ooh. yeah rabbits against magic by Jonathan Lemon. Ooh, I'm Wow, is a So, so in this comic, we've got we've got two rabbits walking around in a in a, I don't know, a kind of a prairie type area with like sparse trees, whatever. Um one of them has the letter 8 on its chest and the other one is white, mopey looking and has one eye. Um, and they're just kind of walking through the forest and the, the number eight rabbit is kind of looking up and saying, as cool as it would be to fly, I'm glad I'm not a bird. I mean, they eat bugs and worms. Can you imagine? And he stops and has a confused look on his face and says, what kind of wine would you pair with that? As the one-eyed rabbit closes his eyes and does a does a kind of oh honey smack to his own forehead. Well done, Grant. Thank you. I, I felt kind of good about that one. Yeah, you did well. Thank you. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. M M D D Shubby twenty fifth two two thousand and five says a nice Zinfandel question mark? And Zeon de Kilowatt <laughs> responded with what does Zinfandel have to do with bugs? Oh my god. I I'm And then MDD Shubby two thousand five says Zinfendel is the drink. Zinfantdel is what I said. And then uh oh trying to god. butt into the conversation is uh uh, Greek letters, uh, door monitor slash jar monitor, more Greek letters, uh, says, at Zeon to kilowatt, zot, exclamation point, exclamation point. Does that mean something that I don't understand? <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to Google it. <laughs> zot. Uh, it's a comic book series. Oh. Zot, a verb. Third person singular simple present, blah blah blah. blah. Uh, 
to zap, kill, or destroy? I I don't know if that was that's what from they your meant dictionary. Mine, uh, yourdictionary.com. Oh, oh, your dictionary. Okay, not not my dictionary.com. Correct. Okay. It's like I didn't even know I had a dictionary. <laughs> I felt kind of special. Just like you didn't know you had a zebra. Yep. <laughs> okay, so what I wanted to ask you about Grant is not wine specifically because I don't care about wine, mm. but more generally, how do you choose what beverage to go with meals? Hmm. Um. Very arbitrarily. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> I I don't know if it's as much a choice of what beverage goes with like the specific food that I'm eating at a meal. It's more of a choice of what beverage do I want to eat with that meal at that specific time of day on that specific day. Um, and the alignment of the moon and the stars. Yeah, that's that that might play into it from time to time too. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I feel like. My choice of beverage for a meal is often completely separate from what the actual food that I'm eating is going to be. Like if you just told me like Monday, February 24th, 2020 dinner, choose a beverage, I would probably choose a similar beverage to what I end up having on the, at that meal, regardless okay. of what I'm eating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I don't know. Mm. I, I think that was very unhelpful for where you wanted to take this. That's all right. <laughs> but I, I didn't you... really know what to expect. Like I mean, I mean, I don't really have a good answer either. I was just sort of curious. because So I went out to breakfast today. Mm-hmm. And when I go to breakfast, most of the time I just get water because I'm cheap and I don't want to pay $4 for a small glass of juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this time I decided to pay $4 for a small glass of juice. Ooh, high uh, roller. Particularly apple juice. Because it sounded pretty good, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like it, like it sort of ebbs and flows for me. Where it's a mix of cost and what I have available. Like if it's at home, then it's basically just water because that's all I buy, or I don't even, or I don't <laughs> buy anything. Mm-hmm. I guess I buy it in, indirectly through my apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like I felt like. Part of it is that I, I don't know. How about this? No, that's what's on my mind now. Okay. How do the options available to you in your pantry and fridge compare to the options that you had growing up? Um, I would say they're pretty similar at times, less consistent and more limited. But in general, like the span of or the the array of things that I currently have is definitely not significantly larger than I had growing up. I guess the only difference is is that my options now include like alcoholic beverages, which growing up I didn't have that option um, mm-hmm. for obvious legal reasons. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, like in terms of, oh, do I want to have milk or water or juice or something? 
my current options that I often have are like kind of a subset of what I had growing up. Like I pretty, I, I always have water and then like, I would say the majority of the time I have milk as an option. Um, and like intermittently I'll have juice. Whereas growing up, all those three options were kind of always an option. Hmm. So, but I don't think I ever really go outside of the options that I had growing up. I also think I had like most of the normal American options growing up. So there's not much to go outside of. Sure. But Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah. I I like the idea of comparing it as like, you know, a subset of what you had growing up. Mm hmm. Um, I would say that, I mean, for, I mean, mine are always way more limited than what is ever, um, in my parents' place. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, way more limited, but I think I also go a bit more outside of mm-hmm. what I would have had growing up. Like, like the, the basics are the same, like, like the fundamental, it's like, okay, I have sandwich stuff, just like I, oh, there was always sandwich stuff growing up, mm-hmm. but the nature of that sandwich stuff is a little different where like, sometimes I'll decide to get some sort of cheese that I would have never had growing up. Like right now I have Havarti cheese, mm-hmm. um, and I have like some turkey pastrami, which I'm pretty sure I never had growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there, there's just like these little changes that I've made sort of arbitrarily in what I have compared to growing up. Mm-hmm. But there's always, there's always the like things that I go back to, whether it's for nostalgia purposes or whatever else. That Chaco Taco nostalgia? Still haven't gotten one yet. <sighs> Should have done that with this weekend, but it totally slipped my mind. Yeah, I thought I'd bring it up just to... Mm. Jab the knife a little deeper. <laughs> uh, I did think of you, though, because we got some <gasps> Chinese food at the zoo. Yeah? Why'd yeah. that make you think of me? I don't know, because we were thinking about cheap Chinese food. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't know if I want to be associated with that. <laughs> I'll tell that... you associated with in my mind. Is that it, was actually my... pretty, it was actually pretty good Chinese food, especially for being at the zoo. <laughs> I was okay. rather happy with it. I guess, I can, I guess I'm okay with that. Yeah, but I guess is that my brand now? Cheap Chinese food, G money. Uh, yeah. Okay. G money, good at your local cheap Chinese food food place. 